section six of the national geographic magazine volume ten february eighteen ninety nine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. read by betty b the economic condition of the philippines necessities of the situation i now come to the question what must be done in order to bring the production and trade of the colony into the condition in which they should be the answer follows from what has already been stated before all the system of administration must be changed and commerce and shipping industry and mining as also planting given free play quite independent of the nationality of the persons concerned if the natives are not numerous enough to supply sufficient workmen chinese coolies should be brought over under government supervision in the same way as is done in sumatra the export duties should be wholly abolished and the import duties put on a suitable basis the harbor works at manila should be completed and safe landing places should be provided for larger steamers and if not a free port at all events a bonded warehouse is necessary i mentioned first and principally manila which will always remain the center and principal emporium a beginning must be made by opening up luzon by laying down good roads and constructing bridges of which today there is an absolute lack the waterways should be controlled particularly those which can be easily made navigable the construction of railways should be continued in order to connect the interior provinces with manila the most important line would be one from manila to nueva Ijiza, the Carabello Mountains, the province of Nueva Vizcaya, into the valley of the Rio Grande de Cagayan. Then a branch of the line already existing from Manila to Dagupan to the proposed naval port Subig, which was recently decided upon, but has not yet been constructed. Communication with the Pacific coast and numerous branch lines will also gradually be required. Only a few points can be touched upon here a railway from manila via maraquina to antipolo would be of a great importance to manila itself it would pass through an extremely well populated country which already supplies manila with agricultural produce and articles for the native population and finally after about twenty miles ascending with a pretty steep gradient would reach antipolo antipolo a famous place of pilgrimage in the philippines lies on the west spurs of the cordillera in the province of morong it enjoys a cool agreeable climate and therefore would without doubt form a very suitable health resort for the inhabitants of manila and indeed perhaps a climatic health resort in general for europeans working under great strain such a place would be invaluable particularly during the hot season when the night temperatures fall so little that refreshing sleep is often quite out of the question nor is it absolutely necessary that antipolo itself be chosen a still more suitable spot might perhaps be found in the neighborhood the chief point is to set about the matter in a practical way and properly carry through the scheme antipolo is frequently visited by foreigners as far as the pasit the route lies over what for the philippines are tolerably good roads though miserably bad ones compared to those of english colonies after crossing the river 
a half day's journey further over roads which are nowhere good and in places are as bad as possible brings us into Kayinta and Taitai to Antipolo. The effect of the journey is felt for hours afterward. In April, while the heat in Manila was unbearable, I have had to put on a summer overcoat in the evening in Antipolo. For such undertakings as I have mentioned, and which can only be carried out by companies, it is absolutely necessary that concessions be granted with promptness and dispatch. Hitherto the custom has been to dally for years, until finally all interest in the matter was lost. Once a concession was actually granted for a railway to Antipolo, but the line was never constructed. It would take us too long to deal with everything which would aid in bringing the country rapidly into a prosperous condition and lead to lucrative undertakings. What should be done is in general to be gathered from a consideration of the present unsatisfactory state of affairs if once the first step were taken others would follow not only in luzon but over the whole archipelago i must not omit to give some particulars of manila itself at the place where the river pasig the outlet of lake bay flows into the bay of manila lies on the left bank the fortified part of manila which being enclosed by walls is called intramuros it is inhabited by monks officials soldiers and a few shopkeepers foreigners do not reside there nor have they property in it running southward along the shore of the bay is the promenade luneta where concerts are held every evening and where there are two suburbs ermita and malate much frequented by foreigners and containing many fine villas on the right bank of the pasig is the wholly unfortified part called binondo where the chief business is done and where the foreigners have their stores and warehouses the custom house harbor office and factories are also here further north on the shore of the bay is tondo a suburb consisting of native huts to the east are mysig and trozo these are the places lying on the beach up the river on the right bank are the suburbs of sta cruz quiapo san miguel Tandue, Sampalak. The population today is given at 300,000, but as a proper census has never been taken, this cannot be regarded as exact. Including the population of the suburbs, the number of inhabitants is probably greater. In the true sense of the word, Manila cannot be said to be unhealthy. On the contrary, it is one of the more healthy of tropical towns, though malignant and intermittent fevers do occur even if less frequently than elsewhere cholera which formerly was often epidemic has been completely driven away by the excellent water supply the water comes from santolan about nine miles distant and is collected in the reservoir at san juan del monte and thence conducted to manila there has been no outbreak of cholera since eighteen eighty nine for the water supply the governor's general Carriedo and moriones are to be thanked of these the first in his will left a sum of money to the town for the purpose and the second some years later had the work carried out when no one else thought of troubling about it houses have to be erected according to certain rules laid down in order to guard against the frequent earthquakes they are for the most part two-storied dwellings below of stone and above of wood 
with galvanized iron roofing if the roof is tiled the ceiling must be of plank strong enough to resist the fall of the roof since january twenty third eighteen ninety five the town has been lighted by electricity and the electric light has also been introduced in a number of houses the installation was done in part by an american and has been continued by a german company as yet there is no electric tramway nor is electricity used industrially this is principally due no doubt to the electricista company which has not yet been able to make the electric power station yield a good dividend there are horse car lines in the city and a steam street railway runs to malibon a large village situated to the north besides the private vehicles there are in the city a large number of hackney coaches these are divided into three classes the carruajes landau with two horses quiles two-wheelers closed door behind one horse and caromatas two-wheelers drawn by one horse the latter are also used in the interior so far as there are any roads the transport of goods is carried on by means of two-wheeled carts drawn each by a buffalo and holding some one thousand kilos life for foreigners in the philippines is quite agreeable and particularly so in manila where there are comfortable residences nor is there lack of company excursions and other sources of recreation in other respects also creature comforts are by no means neglected provided the requirements are not too high if once the city and its neighborhood were developed in the manner indicated there would be little lacking to make life there thoroughly agreeable manila would then soon surpass all other tropical towns as regards health and comfort what the future may bring to the rich and beautiful philippine islands it is difficult to say it is at all events my sincere hope that this insular domain may soon blossom forth into that degree of importance to which it is by nature entitled End of section 6